Okay. Uh, last episode, we were at uh, Cosmic Coffee. Don't forget about that one. We were outside, very loud. Lots of pumpkins. Don't I know feel like we're really now. close to it still. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, it's so big that no matter where you are no in Austin, you are, you're, you're close you're, to it. I want, I want to talk about Cosmic Coffee. Oh, you said you had an update. Okay, I did so, have an update. All right. So so last time we talked about how uh, nothing works right anymore, out stubborning each other, audio texture overload. Um Smash Mouth <laughs> in our home away from home. But that was all previously, so this is this time. Go That's ahead. funny. What episode is this? Uh, 64, technically. Nice. Good morning, guests. All right. <laughs> it, uh... <laughs> I set my own joke out. <laughs> nice. Last time we were talking about out-stubborning each other. This morning while we were getting coffee, we were talking about out-meaning each other yep. back in the day. Uh Cosmic, I wanted to give my Cosmic Coffee update. Okay. I was so impressed just by that in. place. This just in. I was so impressed by that place, the size and the scope of it, and how nice and how clearly expensive it is, how much yeah. money, yeah. how many millions of dollars they put into a coffee shop. So I wanted to take Emily over the weekend because I thought she would be similarly kind of blown away. And we went. Different, different vibe on the weekends. What does that mean? I just like we walked up. There was a door person. They Ooh. weren't checking IDs, and they're like, "Are you here to drink alcohol?" And we're like, "No." And she's like, "All right, you can go in." It's more but of a they're bar. giving wristbands at like 10 a.m. on a Saturday. For yeah, coffee? or on a no on a Sunday. Yeah, and uh, was there it was going just on? no. It was just way more crowded weekend crowd. Uh, music might have been louder somehow oh my God. than when we were there, <laughs> and uh, just the vibe from the outset. I was like. I don't. I can tell I don't like this as much yeah. as we did. Then we ate tacos from that taco place. First off, we were all very excited when we sat down at our table yeah. because it was a QR yeah. code where yeah. you can order stuff. You can order drinks, not tacos. Uh, so oh. I assumed that if you could order anything, you could order the food there too. So we went all the way upstairs. Found only there was only one QR code on one of the tables. Finally found that. Sat down, ordered, went to order the food. Then it was like, no, you can't do that. So then we had to go downstairs. And order Why would the food, they do whatever. that? I don't know. It's weird. Different. Different setups, I guess, because we're in different buildings. It's all the same business. It's all the same business. The taco, and this is a warning. I still think the place is beautiful and gorgeous, and the coffee was pretty good. They have, uh, they did a run on pumpkins that I, I, I we were trying to figure out what they're gonna. They were flush with them. pumpkins. Yeah. They Emily swears they had over a thousand pumpkins. I think they probably had like six or seven hundred. There, there were a lot of pumpkins. There were a lot. They always tell us in Texas if you don't throw your pumpkin away, throw it out in the woods for a deer to yeah. eat it. That's a they're gonna. That's a lot of deer food, dude. Huh. There's going to be some fucking, <laughs> there's going to be some uh, cul-de-sac somewhere. <laughs> cul-de-sac like, overrun with deer Overrun pumpkin. with deer. It's going to have like a half-busted sofa and 10,000 pumpkins piled on top of it somewhere in East Austin. Don't tell Daryl Hall. The tacos. Yeah. Daryl Hall hates, hates deer, by the way. I don't know if you know that. No, why? Yeah, that's what he's referencing. Daryl Hall got Lyme disease. He got a oh, deer, really? A deer from tick. a tick? Yeah, from a deer tick, uh -huh. like in the 90s or early 2000s. He wants to, like, eradicate all deer. He wants to, he, 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 he has a mission to destroy, wipe deer off the face of the earth. It's really interesting. Yeah, he's, he's really aggressive about that one thing. I, I was, I grew up in Southern California, so I knew about Lyme disease. It was not something that anyone that I knew ever got. It was, we're not living in, like, the fucking woods and, like, the bramble. Yeah. I was so scared of Lyme disease as a kid. I still don't know what it is, but I'm so afraid of it. I think you only get it if you go on the PCH or the Appalachian Trail. <laughs> yeah. That's what the only, I only hear of people I, contracting you, it. You get those. it. I think you can get it here in Central Texas as well. But Thanks, dude. What does it uh, do? If it's a lot more, I don't remember everything it does. I think the one weird side effect I can remember is like, it makes you allergic to red meat. Like you can't eat beef or something. Wow, really? Yeah. I think it makes you real tired too. Yeah. 
I think uh, that's like everything. The lead point. singer of Bikini Kill, Kathleen Hanna, she had it for uh-huh. a long time. And that's why she stopped making music. What do you mean had it for like you can get over? I think, Lyme you, get, I think you can get better. Like she reco- There's a documentary about her and it oh, talks wow. about how like she had like a ten year journey journey to get healthy enough to start playing music again. Lemon disease. Speaking of Bikini Kill, there's a great vegan bakery in town called Zucchini Kill, <laughs> and there was some, uh, Zucchini, some Kill. Zucchini Kill stuff here. Dude, at the, Zucchini, the place at. Zucchini Kill has been around for a long time. You, you would know better yeah. than I. Uh, they have a hearse as their like delivery vehicle. It just says Zucchini awesome. Kill on the side. But I feel like they are currently taking over Austin because I see them in every coffee yeah. shop. They're everywhere. Yeah, they yeah. really are. They seem yeah. to be expanding a lot. Oh, so what happened with the tacos? Some of the worst tacos oh, no. I've ever experienced what did you get? in yeah. my life. What did you I got get? a steak, uh, like a steak taco, yeah. and then two uh, al pastor tacos. So not breakfast tacos. We're talking like lunch, like lunch tacos. tacos. Okay, yeah. And they were so saucy. I don't even know how to describe it. They were oily and greasy, yeah. and they were so saucy that the tortilla got wet mm-hmm. and goopy, and it was just the steak was okay. But it was just like Emily and I both like didn't finish them, mm. and it's wow. like it's really hard in, in Texas to fuck up a taco. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. And I was just real bummed out. I was, Man, real bummed out. I was real bummed that my second experience at that so, place was nowhere near as good as. Are the first you rescinding experience. your Anma recommendation here? Is this an official? Uh, I'm putting it on notice. Proclamation. I'm putting okay. it on notice. I, I think here's my here's my recommendation. It's a weekday visit. Okay. It's a weekday visit. Go with a full tummy, and enjoy the drinks. Or go after 5 p.m. when it's a bar because all their alcoholic drinks looked really interesting. Yeah. Uh, you know, I was looking at the board for a while, and it seems like a like maybe that's where they uh, where they really excel. Hmm. You know what I mean? But anyway, you don't eat the food there. <laughs> <laughs> no cosmic taco. Wow, that's crazy. I can't believe that how different it was you going when we I, just went on like a cold Tuesday or yeah. whatever. I, I can't believe they were checking IDs like at 10 in the morning well, or whatever. Well, like... I, it, I guess it was people? so different know. inside than it was outside. When we went in there to order coffee, that was a fucking bar. That was a bar. That, yeah. was, a bar. that was a bar. That was a bar that also had coffee. Yeah. That this is a bookstore that also has coffee. Have we even said where we are? We're no. That's that's <laughs> your job. We're at a, we're at the coffee shop inside of Book People, which is called Coffee People. Book People's like local bookstore, really big. It's at Sixth and Lamar. So, I, I mean, it doesn't really surprise me that Cosmic. Coffee is doing that, but also like uh, it's just I don't know how else to describe it. It's just like something about the vibe was different. Like you know how like it's one of those places where like all the women looked like Han Solo. They, Do you know what that means? They got the UGG boots and the, they got the, the UGG. They got the UGG boots and a white shirt and a sleeveless vest and like a yeah. Yeah, <laughs> I thought maybe it was the haircut. <laughs> and, <laughs> They're all frozen in carbonite, you know. They're all really Han Solo when we get over here. I walked up to every woman and said, I love you, and they all just said, I, I know. know. Uh, <laughs> but, and, and, like, everybody had the exact same dog and the exact same stroller. It was very Stepford uh, feeling, and I, just, like, loud and crowded and... Pe- so no more pugs a- and denim vests. It was all, like, yuppie dogs. Yeah, yeah it was point. yuppie dogs. Do, do you think it felt, mo- like, less like Austin and more like uh, like a... Big city, like what you're describing, sounds like when I go to a like city, city. Yeah, and I guess that's what that place is for. And and Emily and I also had a very long talk about how uh, this is Austin. Yeah, Yeah. you know, and we shouldn't complain about it because this is what it is. is. This is you know, just because Austin changed and we didn't isn't Austin's fault. Isn't that 
this podcast? Yeah. Like, were you doing an animo without me? <laughs> but you know, I'm, trying to, I'm just trying to have perspective and be like, I shouldn't be annoyed at the world changing around me if I don't, if I'm not willing to change with it. You yeah. know, it's like it's not the world's fucking fault. And I'm not trying to be negative. More than anything, I'm just trying to say I think it's a better weekday place than a weekend place, unless you're looking to drink and booze and do that. And then I can't, I can't give any insights into that because I don't do that anymore. Yeah. But and just avoid the tacos. Uh, yeah, that's, it's still that's a gorgeous place. Wild to me, yeah, great yeah. place. Seems like a cool. Again, I think I said it when we were there. Seems like a cool place to take someone in from out of town to don't, go. But don't but give not, them a taco. But and tell not them this for is a taco. What, don't tell you give that person a taco go. and tell them this is what tacos are about. They're gonna go home to their town. They're gonna go like, I don't know what the fuss is. Yeah, <laughs> I think maybe go eat somewhere else and then go get a drink yeah. there. That's what that. Bring the your tacos Veracruz are better tacos here in Minneapolis. Yes. <laughs> 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 Oh uh, yeah, that's a that's, that's a great update. Gus yeah, wasn't so high on you giving an update today. Um, I'm just saying. No, but. I was just like I don't know. You you were like really excited about it. I was like I don't know if it's an exciting. I just thing. don't. I don't often have updates. I thought but it was a great I, update. Yeah, no, that's I really, a good update. No, yeah. I'm glad to get it. I said great update. No, it was good. <laughs> I'm gonna fight you on this. Should we <laughs> talk about my heels in? Should we talk about this place? So we're yeah uh, we're at book people. I don't I don't even know how long book people has been here. I feel like. Well, I came to Austin in 1994. And Book People was here yeah. in this location. Uh, this is a, I would consider this kind of like a heart, heart of Austin. Yeah, for sure. Intersection, like, Six and Lamar. You got Book People here. You got Waterloo Records, like right across the street over here. 24 Diner, which has kind of become an, like, a, like a place. Yeah. Like an Austin they, establishment. What is that? Uh, G&M used to be G&M over there. G&M used to be over there. It's Garbo's now. Yeah. That's where that Rito Sliders was at night. I think we talked about that before. Yeah. And the Whole Foods used to be here where Anthropology and REI are. But oh, really? yeah, yeah, and where the oh, Whole Foods, where the Whole Foods is now across they the street, built that, that building. And yeah, that's like it. their corporate headquarters. That used to be a used car lot, and I guess Whole Foods bought it. Huh. They got rid of the car lot and they built their headquarters there, and then they moved out the Whole Foods from here over there. That's why the Whole Foods at the Arboretum reminds me a lot of what the Whole Foods here used to be like. Huh. You, you know what I miss about that car lot? What that giant wall that had this that had the Texas flag painted on oh, it? Oh yeah, yeah. It was I, I don't know. It was just like felt so right. And anytime I'd go to Waterloo, I'd always see it. It was like larger than life, and it felt weird when they bulldozed it and built the whole thing. I remember that car lot being weird because it was like there was a giant hill right there. Yeah, and yeah, you, yeah, yeah. You, like it kind of you kind of it gets hidden with the building now, but it, you kind of realize that when you go in on street level from the Lamar side, but you leave like at the underground garage level mm-hmm. uh, here, just on the east side. Got some, some texture some good going. Audio texture going on here. Nice. I don't even remember when that was. What was that? Like 2006? Yeah, it was no. early. Might have been a little earlier than that. Early 2004? Yeah, we would. We are. You know, our office used to be over. That guy's riding a lawnmower on the street. He's got to come get some coffee. He's got to get from point A to point B. Our office used to be over here at 7th and Congress, which is not super close to here, but it's walkable. And every now and then for lunch, when you know our office was here, Jeff and I would walk over here to the Whole Foods because they've got like a bunch of different, I don't want to say, like restaurants. No, they're same restaurants. They yeah. have little mini restaurants in there. Inside, yeah. And we'd like go around. Like You could just show up and be like, I don't know what I want necessarily, but I'm going to walk into the Whole Foods and they're yeah. going to have a bunch of stuff and I'll find something There's like a eat. pizza place. There's a raw food bar. There's a smoothie place. There's a barbecue restaurant. There used to be a sushi restaurant. I think that's gone. There was a little Italian restaurant where people uh, would like get a bottle of wine yeah. from Whole Foods and then go there and they would uncork it for you and you would eat. And they a lot changed of a lot gone. of that. Yeah. They had like sandwiches and shit now. They still have the barbecue place in the yeah, back. The barbecue uh, place is good. And like, yeah, like some of the more like like POS ordering systems, like like iPads where you like yeah. put your order yeah. in yourself instead of like going up to a counter and good and salad bar. Order. Good really, salad really bar. Really extensive. There. So yeah, we would come down here every now and then, and and like whenever we had 
a little more time for lunch. Cause it's like, I don't know, it was like, what, like a 10, 15 minute walk to get here from the office and we have to walk back. Yeah. yeah. And then we talked about the Dillo before. You know, if we'd get lucky, we'd oh, go down to right. 6th Street and we'd just hop on the Dillo and it would take us all the way here to Lamar and we'd just walk right in. Or if we were really lucky, sometimes sometimes we would take it up to Now's. Oh, yeah. We did take it to Now's a few times. Yeah. That's over on West Sex. Well, it's, West gone. it's yeah. gone now, but yeah. Uh, just a little west of here. I do have the <laughs> I do have banana split bowls that I bought from Nows when they went out, when they went out of business. Mm. I went and did their I think we mentioned, sale. We mentioned this before when we talked about Nows, but the memory in my mind of Nows that I have of any time I went there was every straw they ever gave me tasted like Clorox. <laughs> what? Because I felt like they were constantly wiping the what? the counter down with bleach, and then they would. You know, put your water down or whatever, and then put your straw down, and it would instantly like oh. absorb all the bleach or the cleaner that they had. And it's like, so you would take a, your first drink, was always like, mm, that's a uh, that's straight cleaner. What I remember about now is the most, uh, other than just absolutely loving the food and and the 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 feeling of sitting in like a 1940s diner that's unchanged, is that uh, the service was always terrible, uh, and that every time we went there with Jason. He ran into somebody he knew. Oh, absolutely! Every, time. every single time yeah. he and it was not, it wasn't like always kids. It was like somebody's dad or who you know what I mean. And he just, yeah. I always felt like, does Jason know everybody in Jason the knows, city Jason of Austin? Knows everybody. He really does. Huh. And he uh, he also is well. I don't know about it anymore, but back then, I think we talked about this too before. He also like knew every post that was going up on Craigslist as it went up. Like if someone was selling a car or a house or yeah. something, he found our office on Congress. He found. A car for me. He probably found a car for you. He found the house, my, the house I lived in before this one. Yeah, yeah. That's the only reason I owned that house is because Jason found it and told me about it. How did he do that? Was he just on Craigslist? Yeah, yeah. and yeah. he would be like, "Hey, yeah, I, th- I saw this. I think this would be perfect for you." You'd be like, "Oh, great. Yeah, that's exactly the kind of thing I want." He's just a Craigslist super user. Like, I don't, I don't know, know about it anymore. Like, every day, Zillow is his homepage, and he's just. Wow. I don't know if that's true, but it's what it feels like. Yeah, he was. Uh, he was very plugged in, not only with people, but with like. Just the city at large. Yeah, that's uh, one of the things I like the most about him. Yeah. Um. <laughs> but here we are at yeah. Book People. Uh, I, I, do you do you come? Do you buy books here at Book People very often? Do you buy books very often? If I, I buy books, I buy them at Book People. Okay. Yeah. Um. I don't buy books as much anymore because I just. I have a problem where I could walk into that bookstore and I would get very excited. And yeah, you, I would buy 30 books. You were distracted a few times as we were yeah. walking through. And then I'll come home and I'll mean to read 30 books. And then I'll be like, well, I'll put these 12 away and I'll just keep these out. And then before I know, I start one book and then I get distracted with work or something else. And I just have realized that my I read just as much as I ever did, but I just read differently now. I read mm-hmm. Reddit. I read news stuff. I read research for So All Right or whatever. And if I do read, I tend to do it on a Kindle. So I don't come here very often, but... I did for the longest time. I mean, I feel like whenever like there's a book signing in town, it's always here. Matthew like, McConaughey was here signing books not too long ago. Yeah, I, I drove by that day. I saw like a long line. What book was he signing? I don't know. Uh, the Bible. The Matthew. The that's that's awesome. <laughs> it was not the Bible. <laughs> hey Gus, keep it cool. Signed Matt. <laughs> uh, but yeah, I feel like this is um, very much like. Anytime someone's in town for like a signing, this is where they always end up doing it. It's a local like independent bookstore. And it's great. It's wonderful. It's huge. It's two stories. Upstairs is all kids' books. Not all kids' books, but there's a kids' book section. There's an area that has like little bleachers where they put on like puppet shows and they read stories. And then kids all Millie would go sometimes on the weekends. We'd she'd sit down and they'd read stories to her. You inside the inside the little like 
structure where you can read. There are little tunnels that kids can mm. run around and play in. It's really wonderful. I spent so much time here when Millie was a kid because it's it wasn't just like taking her to the store to get a book. It was kind of like an event. She could go and play and like catch the end of a story that somebody was reading and just like you could you could burn an hour here with a kid pretty easily yeah. so if you have small kids it's a great place to take them it, it's interesting you say all that because you know eric you know suggested coming down here to coffee people and i didn't i didn't say this in you know when you sent that message but uh-huh. i thought about replying that at some point maybe we should also hit up the austin public library the downtown branch over here because it reminds me a lot of like what you're describing here with book yeah. people as well like a lot of activities and a lot of stuff you wouldn't think of necessarily as being like Something Dude, in the library. That public library is fucking awesome. It's amazing. It is I, awesome. I've never been, and it's all I hear about. Yeah. It's that, so cool. That it it's is so, like, cool, so cool. It is so cool. Um, Matt, you know how like Rooster Teeth has a ton of conference rooms and breakout rooms where you can just hop in, and th- yeah. the library's like that, but they're all like glass and beautiful and brand new, and they'll just be like, oh, I'm reserving this room for D&D. And then, like, you and your friends can go play right. D&D in there for hours. Like, and oh, a lot I, of times they even have the games and shit. Yeah, I would say. Oh, you can check out. Yeah, if you need a game, they've got it. If you forget your tablet or your laptop, you can yeah. check one out and use it there in the room as well. Um, they also have, like, an outdoor terrace. Upstairs, yeah. Uh, it's yeah, gorgeous. There, there's two different ones. There's, like, one on the roof. Yeah. And then there's, like, one, like, on the reading level as well that's, like, oh. kind of fenced in. So you can go out. It's like below, it's not all the way at the very top. I don't know if I've uh, ever been to that one. Yeah, it it looks like you couldn't get out there, but there's like there's chairs yeah. and tables out there, and you could totally walk out there. Uh, it's ninety percent of the time it's way too hot to go out there, but it's really nice. I'll tell you something else I like about that library. I've never been there and seen it not packed. Yeah, oh, really? like it is always full when I go, which is a great sign, I think. Huh. Yeah, yeah. Uh, they're also you know we're are very. Understanding, you know, we went through an incredibly brutal summer. Yeah. And if you went there in the summer, like, they would let, you know, uh, homeless people hang out there, like, enjoy the air conditioning while they could. And, you know, you, like, that might sound uncomfortable or awkward, but, like, everyone kept to themselves. I think everyone's just appreciative to be able to use air conditioning or have air yeah, conditioning. Absolutely. You know, yeah. be able to I get mean, some water from a water fountain. Everybody deserves to be able to have a little bit of time and comfort and not right. be baking in the fucking sun right. or having to sit under a bridge right outside the library where a lot of homeless people will, right. will hang out and uh, in the fucking 110 degree shade, you know? Mm-hmm. Uh, but yeah, it's, we, we sh- I, don't, you know, like, I thought about suggesting it, but I wasn't sure if we could get coffee in there or how that would work. <sighs> so but. there's no, I just looked, there's no coffee shop there. There used to be, or there was a place called... Um, like cook cafe or something yeah. down at the bottom, but it's temporarily closed. Yeah. Um, yeah. But I'm sure that if we grabbed some coffee and then made our way there, we could find they, a spot. They, they might not be keen about us taking coffee in. Was the thing I was worried about. Well, we could always sit outside. Yeah. Maybe, yes. I mean, sneak in Ma- under you, a coat. You know, what we could do. We could get like uh, we've never done like store bought uh, like prepackaged coffee. Could do before. a real big thermos. Yeah. Mm. Or we get like a nitro cold brew or something and then just we'll, sneak it in. We'll figure it out. We'll, we'll, I think we'll one way or another we should go to that library, though, because I do want to go, and or, I'm never going to drive yeah, down go, here go, by myself. Get so. a library card. Or we could go to, like, Mellow Johnny's and get our coffee there, which is a coffee shop and bike shop, and then walk over. We it's not be, far. We used to go there every now and then yeah. as well when our office was downtown. Absolutely. Yeah, Mellow Johnny's is right there. Okay. Yeah, let's... Uh, do, do you remember the name of the coffee shop? Mellow Johnny's is the bike shop. Well, uh, the coffee shop's called Juan Pelota. Yeah. Oh, really? Yeah, yeah which stands for One Nut, because uh, it was uh, Lance Armstrong's right. coffee shop. and Cycling hub owned by Lance Armstrong. Yeah. That right. is so, and he's only one, got one testicle. One ball. So one ball, one yeah. is a ball. That's 
That's very funny. Yeah. Huh. Uh, yeah, we should do that. Everybody yeah, loves really him. Uh, yeah, local, <laughs> He's local, <super> local hero. <laughs> <laughs> Nothing bad ever happened with him. See, uh, Lance Armstrong, an Austin guy? Yeah. yeah. Oh, I didn't know that. Oh, yeah. yeah He's yeah, like, yeah. he was our claim to fame until he suddenly wasn't. Yeah, <laughs> they, all the, a lot of the bike lanes used to be, like, especially over here, just east of us in downtown, yeah. it was like the Lance Armstrong bikeway. Like, yeah. he used to have signs and everything. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh, I didn't mm-hmm. know that. It was, a, it was like a really big deal. I the didn't Armstrong, a Livestrong Foundation is over really close to, actually, really close to where we were last week for Cosmic. Cafe. Did you guys ever get into the uh, plastic bracelets business? No. No. Hmm. No. Feel like a missed opportunity or? Uh, they made a lot of money off those bracelets. Yeah. For sure. Well, yeah. for charity. A lot of money for charity. Well, they did, but I feel like other companies also like jumped on the bandwagon. Like, oh, this is our thing. Had and you've kind of seen a resurgence with like people making the friendship bracelets yeah. with like Taylor Swift concerts and maybe, stuff. Yeah. Maybe we should get on Anma plastic or rubber uh, bracelets. What? Well, I don't think we should do that. We do have two new shirts out. Oh, that's right. We have uh, uh, Early is the New Late, which uh-huh. is a, a fantastic shirt, yeah, I think. Yep. Uh, and our Anima logo shirt inspired by the uh, the Brim logo. Yeah, that is such a cool, what a cool throwback. Fill it like, to the rim look. with Anima. With Anima. What if we <laughs> stop? What if we... We'll I, get those I, I, do, at <laughs> I, I desperately uh, would like people to buy those shirts. I do agree with you. I think they're great they, shirts. They should, I, do, I think they're great shirts as well. And uh, uh, boy, would it... It make our hearts sing if you were to wear them in public, but uh, I think you're onto something with this friendship bracelets. I think friendship bracelets are overdone, and you know they go in cycles. I have yeah. one that Millie made me yeah. years ago. Mm-hmm. What if we pioneered acquaintanceship bracelets? Acquaintanceship, acquaintanceship bracelets. We're not friends; you're just an acquaintance. Okay, that seems like it would make us friends if I gave you a bracelet. No, it's the, the because it doesn't say like buddy or on it. It just says like uh, okay, okay. I think potential. That, see, I think that I think a bracelet is too friendshipy. What if it's like acquaintanceship chapstick, and it's mm. and it's like because it's something that you'll just give. Like, you don't use it. It's yeah. just one that says like, "Hey, you're cool," or "You're fine." Like we're good. I think that's it. It just says we're good. We're good. We're good. And you give it to them, and then they have it, and they keep it in like the little pocket in their jeans. And then every time they're like, "Oh, my lips are chapped," take it out, and they go. Oh, that's right, Eric. And then, yeah. Someone, right. Yeah. yeah. There you go. What do you give someone like a veggie burger? Like, what does this mean? Yeah. We got no beef. Yeah, we no beef, baby. No beef. <laughs> I've learned to see I've learned to Take these fucking deer out. <laughs> so, Book People's awesome. Everybody yeah, loves it. Everybody in Austin loves Book People. We all support it. Everybody loves an independent bookstore, especially one as wonderful as this one mm-hmm. with just a tremendous selection. They got a great graphic novel section. They have a great comic book section. They have a big manga section. They have a wonderful horror and mystery section. It's a, it's a really fantastic place. It's my first time getting coffee here. I've never thought to get coffee at Book People. So that's where I was going. I kind of figured you were. Is that I've been coming to this Whole Foods since 1994. I don't know why I said Whole Foods. I'm sorry, because it used to be Whole Foods here. I've been coming to this uh, book, people. Book, book People since 1994. I have spent thousands of dollars in mm-hmm. this Book People. Thousands and thousands of dollars. Uh, over t- 30 years of patronage now. 29 years of patronage. It's never even crossed my mind to get a coffee. Same. Same. I've never had that thought. I knew it was there. Well, I come here with the mindset of like looking for a book or right. wanting to and, do that stuff. And I knew it was there, but like when I would come with Millie, I guess the thing you would do if a parent was you just like throw your kid at the upstairs and then go drink coffee. But I always like to wa- I always like to watch her. Yeah, I always like to be like, oh, what's she, what's she getting up to? Oh, that's interesting. You know, let's see, yeah. let's just see how she plays with that. And so I just never once in a million years thought to get coffee. When, it's funny because when we walked in, I had like a brief pause, and I in my mind I was like. Where the fuck is the coffee place here? Like, I I'd never been over there to, yeah. to get coffee. So it's in the back. When you walk in, it's all the way in the back right corner. 
I couldn't, you can't see it when you walk in. You would never walk in and be like, this, I'm going to get some coffee here. It's all books. Uh, there was one person working the coffee bar. They were reading a book. Yeah. Super unbothered. That felt like old Austin to me. Yeah. That felt like going to coffee shops years and years and years ago. Like we talked about pre-Starbucks. Yeah. yeah. Where it was just like, somebody's hanging out. There's a picture of the dog on a register. Here's some cookies. Yeah. What do you want? And it was just like, none of it was like a, like a terse or angry interaction. It was just like, oh, I'll put my book down. What, what, what do you need? Yeah. What do you, all right. Yeah. It was great. You it was easy. This. And, and then I, you it, order it and then they go back to reading about Proust or whatever. And that, and, I mean, yeah. really set the coffee down and she went, have a good one. And then sat down and just opened the book up. Yeah. And it was like, this is Like you said, great. not in a negative way nope. at all no, or, no, or anything. Just, just what coffee shops used to be. Yeah. Used to be. Yeah. It, 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 it is like stepping a little back in time. But that's how this bookstore feels too. Like, it's organized, and there's all kinds of stuff, but they have a big, like, independent section, and it feels like an employee run, not like a big, you know, hey, here's how we're going to divide everything up. It feels very employee run, mm -hmm. and very like, here are our picks, here's the section, here's European history or whatever. It, it, it just feels like an old bookstore in yeah. an old coffee shop. They have great picks, and they do that thing where they'll write a little summary of yeah. a book and then put it on the, yeah, I love that. They... And they also have a the in the front left is where you can buy like stationery or yeah. like drafting books or like socks with the uh, Schrodinger's cat on them or you know like whatever or kind not. of shit you or get they're just blank you don't know you don't, yeah, yeah. <laughs> or, or, or just the shit you get at a coffee at, at like uh, when you need to go to a birthday yeah. and you really yeah. didn't buy anything and you're like I'll just run to book people and yeah. they have it all I, I use that side of it a lot too. <laughs> <laughs> a lot of a lot of emergency birthday a of, gifts. A lot of emergency birthday gifts came from there. Let me know what you like in there. I'll get you something for your wedding. Yeah, maybe some socks. You don't hey, know if he's wearing them or not. No idea. Yeah. Yeah. No clue. I, I don't know. I'm not looking at them. Maybe they're there. Maybe they're not. <laughs> it's, a, it's the eternal mystery. Most of the time, shaving feels like a chore. It's time consuming, and if I'm using a cheap razor, which I mean, let's be honest, is the case a lot of the time, I always end up with a few nicks and cuts by the time I'm done. That's why you got to meet Hanson Shaving. They're a family-owned aerospace parts manufacturer that has made parts for the International Space Station and Mars Rover. Now they're bringing precision engineering to your shaving experience. By using aerospace-grade machines, Henson makes metal razors that extend less than the thickness of a human hair. That means a secure and stable blade with a vibration-free shave. Plus, the Henson razor works with standard dual-edge blades to give you that old-school shave with the benefits of new-school tech. Once you own a Henson razor, it's only about 3 to $5 per year to replace the blades. My Hanson razor is great. It's super, uh, well, my, my facial hair is coarse. My skin is sensitive. It's a bad combination. Uh, I tend to get nicks and irritation very easily. Uh, so for me, the Hanson razor has been absolutely uh, revolutionary. It's a great blade. It's, it really gets the job done well. Uh, gives me a super clean shave. Uh, it's like really a, such a phenomenal difference between the way I used to shave and now shaving with a Hanson razor. Uh, it's time to say no to subscriptions and yes to a razor that'll last you a lifetime. Visit hensonshavy.com slash anma to pick the razor for you and use code anma. You'll get two years worth of blades for free with your razor. Just make sure you add them to your cart. That's one of your free blades when you head to h-e-n-s-o-n-s-h-a-v-i-n-g.com slash anma and use code anma. The holidays are almost here. It's officially the season of giving. Luckily, Shady Race has you covered with the perfect gift for someone special, yourself, or both. In case you don't already know, Shady Rays is an independent sunglasses company that offers an unrivaled product. It's just as good as any expensive pair I've worn. With tons of styles and colors, 
uh, you're bound to find the perfect pair of sunglasses. And if you're into winter sports, their quick swap snow lenses move easily between full sun to low light environments. Uh, I wear mine outside all the time. I make sure if I'm going out, I that they're with me so that uh, I have them handy to protect myself from the bright sun. We get really intense sun here in Central Texas. Personally, I'm a fan of like more subdued style sunglasses, so they've definitely got that covered. But no matter what you're looking for, take a look through them all. They've got all kinds of styles you can choose from. Uh, Shady Rays offers the most insane protection in all of eyewear. Every pair of sunglasses is backed by lost or broken replacements. Plus, if you don't love your Shady Rays, you can always exchange them for a new pair or return them for free within 30 days. There's no risk when you shop. Their team always has your back with personal and fast support. So just for our listeners, Shady Rays is giving out a very merry deal for the season. Go to ShadyRays.com. Use code ANMA for 50% off two or more pairs of polarized sunglasses. Try for yourself the Shades rated five stars by over 250,000 people. Um, you went when we first started recording. You went down the street here a little bit oh, to, to yeah, like what look were you for something. For? Yeah, so uh, directly behind us is uh, GSDNM. Yeah, right, which is a advertising, uh, advertising agency. agency. It got rebranded to Idea City around like 2010 or so. I yeah. don't know if you remember this, but yeah. everybody in Austin called it <laughs> Idiocity. <laughs> That's awesome because <laughs> it looked fucking stupid and what a stupid name, Idea City. So the entire city of Austin made fun of them immediately and called them Idiocity. Uh, but to build this big ass building, there was a row of homes here that was like on the, I guess the further west end of yes. that neighborhood, which is where a lot of lawyer uh, law offices, law offices, because you go are. that way in the jails eventually yeah. over there. Uh, and so they bulldoze a lot of houses, but they didn't bulldoze one house. And so if you go past the parking garage, there is still one single family home right there where people are living and I always loved that house because it's very old Austin it's a cute little craftsman home but it butts up to the parking garage for an advertising agency (laughs) it's across the street from the parking garage for whatever the fuck that is and catty corner to a bookstore on the other side is I think a park what, what is? I always assumed that parking garage was for book people. What is no, that? Uh, uh, the front part of it, I think, is for book people. But there's the um, the no Kona behind it. Oh yeah, it. that that condo back there. Yeah, yeah, I think that's where Ann Richards lived when she died. Oh really? Yeah, oh. I believe so. I looked at. Actually, uh, she lived a little further up. I looked at her house. It was on. She was had a, a house, but I think house. she also owned oh, really? a condo. Oh, okay. Yeah. Um. Anyway. Uh, and I always just love that that little house is hanging on, and it's like, fuck you, I'm still here. Even though, like, the whole neighborhood has turned into it's commercial. Gone. Well, it's gone. It's gone. Yeah. There was an absolute thriving neighbor here, neighborhood here at some point in the past, and that house is a holdout, and Austin is full of those houses. Yeah. There's one, if you go up Fifth Street, about two blocks, right before you're, I guess if you're going that way, you can't go that way, it's a one-way street, but... If you're uh, west, of west of Lamar. Just a little west of uh, where it is, is uh, another coffee shop we should go to called Better Half, which yeah, is a I fantastic yeah, coffee shop. Good. About a block in east of that, where a restaurant called Corazon used mm-hmm. to be, is just a big-ass parking lot, and in the back of the parking lot is like old... I don't know, Pipeworks factory or something. And in the parking lot, in the middle of the parking lot, is just a home, a single-family home. And people, I don't know if they still live there, but until five years ago or so, there were people still living there. And they just, they literally just paved everything around the house. So that's just a house in a parking lot. I don't know if I've ever noticed that. I should pay attention out for that. And there are so many little houses like that. I'm sure in your city and town all over America or all over the world even, but there's something about the ones in Austin that I love because they're just like people that are like, no, fuck you, I'm still... Like you can't have this house built around me. I'm staying. It's like the it's like the house in fucking up, up right? Yeah. And uh, and Austin's just full of them. If you look, they're everywhere. Huh? Yeah. A little like 900 to a 1200 square foot, 1930s craftsman homes that just 
refused to go away. That's awesome. And then you just build around it, and now you're in the parking lot of a Staples and a Best Buy. <laughs> yeah, essentially. And then you're in the parking lot of a Staples and a Best Buy. I've never noticed that one on Fifth. I'm really going to keep an eye out for it. Yeah. I've been... I've we looked at a lot of buildings over there for our office for a while before we moved uh, to we Congress did. and 7th. We looked at a lot of those houses that are converted into like commercial spaces. There's a place over there, I think it's called Nightcap, that's a bar mm -hmm. that was oh, seen the that place, place yeah. we were going to move into. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, wow. Yeah, like right over by Windflow or that, whatever. That is yeah. the only time I've ever eaten at El Arroyo. Yeah, I've been there twice. That time and then... <laughs> Well, continue. Uh, and, and so it's like a Mexican restaurant that's over there on West Fifth, like a little little west of here. But they they're they're known for like they have a sign out front, and they always put like every day they put like a like a stupid joke on it or they're whatever. They're so funny. And people take pictures of them and put them on social media, or Reddit or whatever. And some people really love them. I fucking hate them. I hate it's so mediocre. And they, they just take a, f a kind of funny tweet you saw one time and they go, slightly change this wording and... And it's ours now. Yep. And then they absolutely. even sold a copy book with them. Huh. Uh, anyway, uh, the food there's terrible. That's, like, oh, I, is it really? Yeah, I, yeah. Never, oh, I, I never wanted to go there. Uh, it's never a place that was, that was on my list. And then we were looking at houses out there for a potential office one time, and we were just like right there, and it was like, let's just walk to El Arroyo and let's just have lunch here. And it was miserable. It was absolutely miserable. Um, I can't believe you went twice. Well, the only other time I went, and I'll never understand why we did this, was when Michael Jones came to visit us uh, when we were hiring him. Yeah. We got Jack and I picked him up from the airport, and then Jack was like, Michael, you hungry? And he's like, eh, I guess, whatever. And he's like, I'm going to take you to the best spot in town. It's great. We're going to go right now. And we drove to El Arroyo, and I'm like, why the fuck are we coming here? This place sucks. And he's like, no, it's great, man. What are you talking about? Oh, everybody loves El Arroyo. And I'm like, I've never seen you eat here before. Like, you don't eat here. Why yeah. are we doing it? And he made us eat at El Arroyo that day, and it was super fucking mediocre. And I spent the whole time going, listen, dude, this isn't what, Yeah. Th th don't, don't judge us by this food. I don't know why he's doing this to you. It's so weird. Yeah. What a great introduction to uh, what he would eventually well, uh, become a career. Well, it was a great introduction <laughs> to the relationship between Jack and I, I think. <laughs> yeah. Well, everything could only go up from there. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, it, uh, uh, did you guys ever go to Mean Eye Cat? Oh, I've yeah. been there a few I've times. Been there a few yeah. times. Yeah. Okay. What used to be there? That, I feel like that's, even that's fairly recent. Well, they had a, they, they, you know, much like I was talking about uh, homes getting bulldozed and ending up with houses and parking lots, when Mean Eye Cat was built there, I think it was just an old house. And they converted it into mm. Mean Eye Cat. And it was a huge grass yeah. lot all the way around really it. And there was like, that was kind of the cool thing about it was it had tons of parking. And then all that parking went away. And now it's like you walk out the back door of Mean Eye Cat and you walk right into the a concrete wall. Yeah. yeah. It's it's funny because I say I felt like that was fairly recent. But now that I think about it, that's probably been there almost 20 years at this point. Yeah. It's probably been yeah, there like 15, years, 15 years or so. As easy. long as I've known it. I yeah. mean, yeah. yeah. <laughs> wow. Little uh, 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 Johnny Cash themed bar. Yeah. Yeah. It's right around the corner. It's like across the street, sort of, and, and up a little, or down a little from uh, El Arroyo. There used to be, in, you know, just behind it, you said there's that wall for the parking garage, and there's, like, some businesses there, mm -hmm. uh, some retail stuff. There used to be a really great vegetarian restaurant over there called Veggie Heaven. Well, there was a Veggie Heaven over there? Yeah. They, huh. they used to be over on the drag, yeah. uh, like, next to Coco's, yeah. right by UT. But they, they, they went away, and they closed for a couple of years, and they reopened over there, uh, like, right behind Mean Eyed Cat in that little uh, shopping, shopping center, center thing. Yeah. Uh, they were open for several years there. The food was amazing, but when COVID hit, they closed and they just never reopened, um, hmm. which is a real loss. That place, was, that place was like normally you hear like a vegetarian vegan food, like what the hell is that? Like it's probably gross, right? Like I've never seen a more diverse menu, and everything everything you order was like so good. Uh, I really miss that place. That place was awesome. Hmm. 
mean, it sounds like an Austin institution, but another Austin institution that was down here was Schlotsky's. <laughs> <laughs> come, so, come down here and get a sandwich. Yeah, they. Uh, I used to work over at 6th and Congress in the Littlefield building, which is right there on the northeast corner of 6th and Congress. And there used to be a Schlotsky's down there at the, uh, on the ground floor of that building. And I remember back when I worked there, I was probably back like... 2001, 2002 maybe, they had this brilliant idea, brilliant in air quotes, to fill the restaurant with a bunch of IMAX so you could Just order a sandwich it. and like use the computer and use the internet while you ate lunch. But it was always the most disgusting thing to me because Schlotzky sandwiches leave your finger, your hands so oily and dirty. I like Schlotzky sandwiches, but... Dude, I, I eat the the number one yeah, all the time. the original's great. <laughs> yeah. But it leaves your hands with all that oil and then it's like, oh yeah, sure, go paw at a computer that 20,000 other people have been pawing at. So when you would look at that Schlotsky's from Congress, it was all like lined with this like the lampshade or the lamp style IMAX. Uh, and people would just be sitting there using the internet. I guess like, you know, there weren't smartphones. Maybe Wi-Fi was just like starting to kind of take off. Like maybe it was kind of a, a unique thing, but it was just gross. Just thinking about computers in a sandwich shop is so fucking funny to me. That's hilarious. Now, that doesn't make any yeah, fucking sense. Now it's a Capital One Cafe. We saw it on the way here. Which, <laughs> oh, so it's even better. It's, it's such, a, such a weird... I fucking love the idea of the Capital <laughs> One Cafe. I'm going to get a loan. Shitty coffee. We're going to trick you into thinking that if you sit on a fucking love seat and drink a free coffee, that you're not at a bank or at a coffee shop. We're going to pump you full of so much espresso, you get jittery and have to sign. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Uh, uh, but yeah, that's uh, I, I feel like things don't last very long right there in that uh, in that lobby no. of that little field building. The Capital One Cafe, it's probably like a loss leader for them where it's like they just have it to have it there. It's been a million things. It has. And then right, a million a, things. right across the street from there, just west of Congress, there was a Starbucks there for a long time. Yeah. But they just closed that like last year or two years ago. I think we talked about that. All mm -hmm. the Starbucks that used to be right there up and down Congress. For the longest time, that... that Capital One Cafe slash Schlotsky's was the sales office for the Austonian, right? Oh, it was. I forgot yeah, about for that. for a couple of years. Yeah. yeah. When, they were still, when it was all under construction, they were selling that. Yeah. Yeah, like all the models and like the architecture drawings and everything. I forgot about that. I don't know that I've ever walked in that building. They, they, <laughs> or in that, you, that area. You've walked in with me because I used to work there. Well, yeah, but like in the little cafe part, oh, the front right. part. Um, I remember when they... when. They first started like TSA PreCheck when like that was a, a new thing. That's where I got by the yeah. Regis office up there. Yeah, yeah. They had like the PreCheck office was like on the seventh floor or something yeah. uh, in that building. It was uh, the seventh floor. Yeah, yeah. That's where I had to get I'm, my first PreCheck. I, I know that building very well. <laughs> um, that that building has a half floor. I don't know if you know that. What is a half floor? You ever see Bean John Malkovich? Yeah, they, it's like that. Except people don't work there. Okay. Have you told this on this podcast? Have I? Maybe I maybe we talked about that. It, the the being John Malkovich thing sounds yeah. familiar. It's like it's. I think it, I want to say it's the sixth and a half or the seventh and a half floor. Weird. Like you but it, you just like take your elevator to one of those floors uh -huh. and then you get in the stairwell and you it, go up or down half a flight of stairs and then there's like a door in the stairwell. Is this the reason for that? Is that was like the original roof, but the guy across the street built his building one story taller, and so Littlefield came back and we added talked about on. that. Yeah. We yeah. have yeah. talked about that because that's a cool ass story. Yeah. yeah, he was like, "No, I will have the tallest building in town." Hey, you son of a bitch! <laughs> it's all storage. It's not. <laughs> there's no cool offices where you get bad backs. That's great. Um, we're getting to. I mean, we're Are flying we? through this episode. Yeah, time flies. Um, I want to talk more about uh, coffee people and, and what we got here. So, um, coffee people, again, inside of this bookstore, all the way in the back. One person, very fast service very for fast. an Americano, a drip coffee, and a cold brew. Very quick. 
the prices were fine. Um, I got a cookie, but we don't rate cookies on this podcast. So did Jeff. So he saw that Gus got a cookie, and then he went, me too. I'm hungry. <laughs> well, the, the hour change, the time just went back. Yeah, so yeah. it's like oh, noon now, so I got to get a little so, snack. Hungry. So um, we don't rate the cookies, but can you talk about the cookies? I think my cookie might be a little old. It's <laughs> it fine. It's a little firm. It's fine. Just okay. <laughs> I took a bite. I was like, "Oh, this is an old cookie." Yeah, <laughs> it's a C, salt C minus. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, but it's not cookie people. It's no. not. It's, they're not called cookie people. It's that's cookie not. rich. It's yeah. down the road. Yeah. Like, <laughs> um, what did you think of the coffee? This was not my favorite cup of coffee. Yeah. Um, I, I I think I took a total of four. Wow, really? Sips or four drinks out of this? Oh wow. It's, yeah. Um, it's not. Not my favorite. Great books. Not not my not my cup of coffee. Great books. <laughs> best bookstore in Austin, hands down. Uh huh. Not the best coffee in okay. Austin. Okay. Uh huh. I'm gonna go with a six point eight five. Okay. Okay. Which rounds up to a six point nine, but it, I wanted which to rounds up to a seven. Six point eight five is where we started. <laughs> Great. Uh, you're be. I think you'd be a little generous. <laughs> it's like a five and a half. Or yeah, a my six. iced coffee's okay. Yeah. I think there's a. It's a six, but here's the thing about this kind of coffee this tastes like going to a bookstore yeah. yeah it tastes like being in an old coffee shop it tastes like the way an old book smells not one to one but it has to me there's notes of it 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 has a nostalgia or i have like a memory of oh, like in college going to a cafe it's not Starbucks, just like an old cafe yeah. around campus getting th- this exact cup of coffee and having to study for an American history class yeah. that I don't give a fuck about. This is what coffee tasted like. A lot of texture. That is incredibly yeah. uncomfortably loud. Right. Yeah. It, uh... I think you described it great. I, I would say that this is what coffee in 1996 tasted yeah. like. Yeah, 100%. Yeah. Before, like, coffee culture took off yeah. and, like, yeah, really, be- like, artisan we, coffee and stuff like that. Before we became, like, coffee dickheads yeah. Yeah. It, as like, a society. I, it tastes like if you were to ask them, like, oh, what kind of beans are these, they would go, coffee. And yeah. you go, that's not, well, okay. <laughs> Yeah, it, to be it's like, like, oh, it's a dark roast. And you're like, yeah, but like, it, where'd yeah, they, but, yeah, where'd they cut co- coffee? It's They're like coffee being beans. a little kid drinking coffee for the yeah. first time, be yeah. like, this is gross. Why do adults drink yeah. this? Um, I will say, as much as it is a six, being in there, getting this cup and drinking it was very comforting. Yeah. yeah. Go, come to book people. Don't let that no. <laughs> stop you. Yeah, you come to book people for the books. If, I mean, we've, Gus and I have been coming here for t- 30 years yeah. and we've yeah. never had the if, coffee before. We still enjoyed this place immensely. If you are looking to look at a bunch of books and be here for a while, get a small cup of coffee and just hold it and be warm and walk around and look at some books. That's yeah. the best. I think that's like that's the move. Nerd out. Yeah. I mean, it really is. This feels like such a throwback. Yeah. Everything about 100%. this felt like a throwback. Absolutely. And uh, I kind of I kind of love it for that. Like, I would come back here on a weekend and be like, I want this specific cup of coffee, and I want to look at books for like two and a half yeah. hours. All right, all right, all right. Spe- <laughs> Speaking of comforting, I would say that this intersection, this little spot, mm. is probably the most comforting section of Austin to me. Oh, this is Austin. Like yeah. when I think of like coming back 
to Amy's Austin, ice whatever. cream. It's, it's this right here. Waterloo Records mm-hmm. and Whole Foods and Book People. And this is like this is like the hub of what Austin well, was. When I feel like, you know, we've talked before about getting the Chronicle and looking for free stuff to do when yeah. we were younger all the time. This is where we would get it. We'd come to Waterloo. Oh, yeah. really? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, this was the place we would come to get it because lots of times they would give the tickets away at Waterloo. Uh-huh. <laughs> uh-huh. So it's like, this was where we would come and do that, you know, 25 years ago because this was like the hub for everything. Hell yeah. Huh. Well, that's uh, that's coffee people inside of book people. Definitely recommend, I recommend getting the coffee and reading some books. Absolutely. Um, it It just feels right. Yeah. Feels like 1996. Yeah. It definitely does. Uh, but we should get into some uh, anarchy questions. Let's do it. Uh, just so you guys know, you can send us anarchy questions at Anima Podcast on Instagram and on Twitter and r slash Anima Podcast on Reddit, but we don't run that. Uh, this is just where I'm sourcing some questions from. Also, next week's episode is going to be the last of our eight-episode run, and then me and Jeff will be back for some supplementals. We'll give... Gus, some much needed time I, off because he's definitely he's the one getting married and going on a honeymoon. Yeah. Right? I need I need time off to buy a new mic muff because mine's disgusting. <laughs> Why did it change colors? I think I I talked too forcefully into it and oh. I've been spitting coffee <laughs> is that your onto breath? it. Uh. <laughs> Look at that's that's like, that's coffee color. Oh Gus, oh Gus, hang on, oh. that's vile. It's so gross. <laughs> <laughs> Look at his big smile. Uh. <laughs> It used to be green, but now it's like a disgusting brownish color. Oh man! Uh, so you can send us your anarchy questions, where we'll uh, we'll take questions from you. Yeah, I like this one. This is from uh, the Anma subreddit. Uh, this is from I ate too many eggs. <laughs> With the holidays coming up, what are some fun or happy memories you have of Austin or Rooster Teeth around that time of the year? Uh, someone deleting the website right before Christmas was, <laughs> okay, was pretty great. fun. This maybe not. This maybe not a happy memory. <laughs> uh, the year, the last year that I was fully in charge of customer service in the store, and I got 107 customer service calls on Christmas Eve, and I called Bernie and Gus, and I was like, "You guys got to help me out. I'm getting buried here." And they're like, "We're off." <laughs> and I had to. I had to talk to 107 people on the phone on Christmas 107 Eve. 107 moms. Who I were counted mad at it. You? I counted it. Oh yeah. my god. Um, uh, in, in happier news, there's uh, that street up uh, a little bit here that does all the lights every Christmas. 37th Street? Yeah, 37th Street. Yeah. Uh, right, right, it's just, back. It stopped for a few years, but it's back now. Just east of Guadalupe. Yes. Uh, so we're by a coffee shop, actually, Street. we should go to. Oh, it's supposed so to Civil Goat, which Civil we have Goat. done before. Yeah, we've done Civil Goat. Not that one, though, have yeah, we? Yeah, we did. Oh, we did? That's oh, the okay. Jason episode. We did that with Jason. Yeah. Oh, okay, cool. Yeah, because I remember waiting in line for a really long time at this place and going, it's too many people here for a Monday. Mm. <laughs> uh, but yeah, the, if you're in town or on the holidays, that's like a... They, they really do it up. Yeah, It's really difficult to drive around there. It gets really crowded. You, you can walk. park a few blocks away and then just walk. That's that's a real pro move. How do you feel about holidays in Austin in general? Because, I mean, it snowed here, but that's more January. Yeah, um, that's, that, that's February when the grid shuts down. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's, it's just kind of it's kind of cold here, but um, I like it. I love it. You got the trail of lights up here. You got the big Christmas tree in Zilker Park. Mm-hmm. You got Coda. They have their Peppermint Parkway. I did that for the first time last year. The Peppermint oh, really? Parkway? Yeah. It's adorable. It's fine. Yeah. I, I don't like the tree in Zilker. You don't? Oh, you don't? you yeah. don't like the tree? Oh, I love no. it. Is it too tall? Like you're intimidated not, by it's it? It's not a tree. You just walk it's like under a metal pole. It. What do you mean? It's a metal, it's a metal pole, pole with lights that come down, and you go and you buy like a like a funnel cake or an elephant ear and some hot cocoa, and then you go stand under it and you just spin in a circle on it. Like you do what? I hate it. I hate it. <laughs> That's what people do. <laughs> you spin in a circle. It might have been quaint when the city was a lot smaller. It's it's too big now. There's too many people. Well, isn't that what the the trail of lights thing is now too? You have to buy tickets for specific you, times. It used to, to be free. Yeah. It used to be free. Yeah. Uh-huh. Uh huh. Yeah. I I. I, I 
I have not been since they started uh, charging for it. Yeah. I, I, the last time I went was probably like the last year it was free. You I last go, year? Uh, yeah. yeah. I go every year. Yeah. yeah. How is, is it now? Is it better? Because I feel like it was, it was kind of waning in the it end of was, the three years. It was weird. After COVID, it became a drive-through thing, or during yeah. COVID yeah. and then after. And then last year was the first year that they opened it up for walking again. Oh, really? And it was nice, but the problem is that Austin is too crowded and too big, mm-hmm. and we had to park like basically under Mopac, yeah. you know, and then walk, walk all the way through Zilker Park, all the way over there. It's like a half an hour walk wow. just to get there. But you see the big tree spin underneath it, getting elephant ear. That part, you don't even have to pay for it. That part's on the other side. That's free. Oh. But the, the trail lights you do have to pay for. And I think I, we had to get like, I don't know, like a, like a ticket to go right through or whatever, uh-huh. like a skip the line thing. But yeah, it's, it's awesome when you get there, but it's a fucking nightmare to get there. It's just a, like we tried to go to Kite Festival a couple months ago. I always loved the Kite Festival. Oh man, that's crazy and we got stuck on mopac yeah for over an hour and eventually we just had to turn off we couldn't even get within five miles of it yeah. like it's just that unfortunately there's too much demand for the the shit we yeah. have you know i used to live over there i rented a house by where that heb is now off of lake austin boulevard for a couple of years and anytime acl happened the street I lived on would just be filled with cars. People yeah. like parking in the neighborhood yeah. there and then walking from there yeah. to get to ACL. That's crazy. Which is a long walk, Which is dude. far. That's really, really far. Yeah. Jesus Christ. Um, a lot of Christmas trees in Austin. I feel like it has. it's a pretty holiday spirit kind of town. Yeah. Austin loves events. Yeah. Oh, big time. Holiday or otherwise. Yeah. Like, Austin loves to do stuff. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, big time. And I, and I think that's evident when you go to something like the Kite Festival and you go, can't even go to it. Yeah, All right, yeah great. it's impossible to get There's to kites it. five miles in that direction. Yeah. Why didn't we go at 8.30 in the morning to look at the kites? <laughs> oh, okay. Hey, man. Yeah. Early's in your night. Hey, Early's in your late. Hey, that's... It, if I go to breakfast, I in, it it's like 10 o'clock or after, I won't go. Yeah. yeah. It, you have to go before 10. I won't wait in line for breakfast. Yeah. Dude, this... Get, get in line for breakfast before 10 while wearing your early as the new late shirt. <laughs> I was already an early as the new late guy, but this time change fucked me. I went to bed at 8.30 last night. <laughs> oh I was God. in bed. I fell asleep before 9. Jesus. I was at a pro wrestling show last night that didn't end until like 11 o'clock, and it was me me and my buddy driving home, and we're like, we're so fucking tired. Oof. We're so tired. I couldn't, even, I couldn't even wake up to play trucks with Bernie Aww. Hogan. Antonio. Some of the stuff you posted on the wrestling show was fucking cool. Dude, there were these two guys. So Inspire Wrestling and Austin is like the premier pro wrestling in Austin. And the main event last night is this guy, T. Ray Watford, who's been around the Austin scene for like a long time. He's like in his mid-40s. This young guy, Danny O'Ryan, who's like really up-and-comer. And he's like, Danny's like, if I beat you, you retire, whatever. So they had this knockdown drag-out match where they suplexed each other off of shit through a pile of chairs. Not like laid at, laid down, like set up. Mm-hmm. And they just set up all these chairs, fucking threw each other through that, pulled the mat and the canvas up from the ring, the wrestling ring, so you just have two by eight boards, all just like slatted, and just powerbombed each other and <laughs> off the top rope. It was fucking insane. That's fucking cool. Austin wrestling is crazy. It's so fucking hot right now. It's so cool. Um, here's a question from uh, Rostovsky. Ever seen Tarantino's Death Proof? Takes place in Austin. How accurate is it? <laughs> <laughs> Happens all the time. It's always on the news. I'm constantly looking at feet, eating chili parlor, <laughs> uh, getting car accidents. I tell I'm in my 2008 Hyundai accent, and I say this car is death proof, but just in the driver's seat. <laughs> I mean, in the sense that if you want to go to Wero's or Texas Chili yeah. Parlor and watch people talk too much, you yeah. can do that. Uh, I will say, <laughs> the uh, I think that. 
our That's old so fucking funny. Our old office in stage five was in Planet Terror. Yeah, yeah. Like the 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 the, the bay doors opening and then yep. them yeah, coming yeah. out. Like uh, that was stage five. Yep. Yeah. Uh, I mean, a lot of people getting shot in the streets here these days. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> uh, a lot of road rage. I, I a lot take, of road rage. I take people to Texas Chili Parlors. I think it's a cool spot, and you can go like, "Here's where they shot this," and they go, uh, "Really?" And you show them a scene, and they go, "Wow!" It's one yeah. of my favorite places on uh, earth. Texas, Texas Chili Parlor, just a cool place. They don't really close for events. They just yeah. they do not. Yeah. We tried to have our rehearsal dinner there, yeah. and they were like, "Nah, we think it'd piss off our regulars." Yeah, and I was like. Fair. I, absolutely. That's yeah, the fair. best answer yep. I've ever heard for that. Like, what what a way to take care of your loyal clientele. Yeah. I think that's I, – I was totally understanding about that. Yep. Um, Thanks for the question, Rostovsky. <laughs> this is uh, – we'll get one more. Uh, Pritong Kandul. Hopefully I said that right. I'm sorry that I didn't. Since Jeff enlisted in the Army straight out of high school and, just, and Gus dropped out from university pretty early, what are some quintessential college experiences that you feel like you missed out on, oh. aside from the student debt? Uh, I can answer that easily. Okay. College. <laughs> no idea what that's about. <laughs> I saw uh, Animal, Animal House, Animal House and I assume that I missed that. Nope. That's not, no. That's not quite. I mean, almost, but no. Um, but, uh, you, you don't feel like you missed, I mean, I guess you don't really know. What it would be, and I, yeah, I missed it all, huh? I, and and by the way, was very bitter about it for a very long but time. Is that right? But I didn't know that. Very, very happy we missed out on the student debt, though. Yeah, yeah, missed not not sad about missing out on the student debt. You were bitter about not going to college? Oh, for a very long time. Well, I, I joined the army because I felt like I had to, not because I wanted to. I didn't feel I, like I had any other options. I mean, if it helps, I didn't think that you wanted to. Yeah. <laughs> nothing nothing you're, about you're you. I mean, there, was a, there was a part I of me. Well, no, listen, I mean, all kidding aside, I'm very quietly a pretty patriotic dude. It's true. I'm pretty pro-America, pretty pro uh, pretty pro the military. Um, but You're not very pro-gun, though. I'm not super pro-gun. Yeah. I'm not. I, I mean, I, I respect them. I think that they're a tool. I used that tool when I was in the Army. Soldiers have to use that tool. I don't begrudge anybody for owning a, a handgun or any kind of gun for personal uh, protection. I'm not here to police what kind of gun you buy. I just am not a fan of them I personally. I don't like to hold them. I don't like to shoot them. Yeah. I don't like to be around them. People say, like, well, you just don't, you just weren't around guns enough. No, no, no. I grew up no, in Alabama. <laughs> I And then I joined the Army. Joined the Army. I, I was around guns always every around. day of my life <laughs> for the uh, first 23 years. That's why I don't like yeah. guns. You've experienced plenty of guns. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, but what, like, what made you bitter about not going to college? I just was jealous. Yeah. I was jealous of all the kids that had opportunity that I didn't have. I was jealous of kids that got to go. Like, the experience of joining the Army, and I wouldn't change it for anything now because I believe it set me up for success. Uh, yeah. And it taught me discipline and structure that I would have never found on my own, and I certainly wouldn't have gotten college. Uh, and so the, I think the things that I learned in the military were invaluable, and, and they're the, probably the main reason I'm successful in life. But... It was a very different experience to go through basic training while other people are going through rush week. Yeah. You know? Mm -hmm. And I just, like, we glorify that era of college in media constantly. There are movies and TV shows and songs and culture built around it. And it's all about kids finally getting away from home and finding their true voice and learning what they're into and making mistakes and trying things and experimentation and getting to, 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 to get a taste of what it's like to live in the world as an adult for the first time, but in this really safe, curated kind of way. Mm -hmm. And I, as a, soldiers don't get that. 
you you become a piece of property and you're told when to get up, what to eat, where to work, what to do, how hard to work, how long to work, when to go to bed, when to get up the next day. And after five years of that, as opposed to somebody having four years or five years of a traditional college experience, I was pretty jealous of the experience that they had versus the one that I had. I felt like I had to go through, you know, I've gotten over it. Uh, I'm 48 now. I I understand my emotions a lot better, but yeah, there was a a period uh, probably into my early thirties where I just like, I had a grudge. Yeah. With, with me, I felt like people thought less of me or looked down on me for not having finished or not having the degree. Sure. It's like, same oh, thing. yeah, I'm not going to have the same opportunity. Like, I, I'm going to apply for this job next to someone else, and they're not going to pick me just because I didn't get a degree. That's another thing, too, dude. I already felt at, like I was at such a deficit for being from Alabama. And, I, and, I, and, I, and there are a million people in Alabama that are listening to this that are like, fuck you. But I, I can only speak to my experience, which is growing up and becoming an adult in the 1990s and already, like, being from the South was a strike. Not going to college was a strike. Being a soldier was a strike, you know? And so I always felt like I, I don't know, I had like a, a, a lot going against me yeah. just out the gate. Mm-hmm. And then somebody who had a fucking political science degree that their parents paid for, yeah. which just didn't feel fair to me. You know what I mean? Well, I think a lot's changed in Alabama. It's been 30 years. They're proudly in the 80s at this point. You know, <laughs> I think uh, <laughs> the time has marched on. Congratulations. <laughs> Uh, that's interesting. I never considered that. Yeah, don't worry. They don't get podcasts in Alabama. You don't, you don't have to worry about anyone getting upset. They're still using Garfield phones. <laughs> 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 they just got ALF. It's going to be crazy. Uh, that's really interesting. I hadn't considered uh, a spiteful thing, and, and I, I get it. I get I get what you're saying. Yeah. Yeah. And uh, and as you've gotten to know me for years, you understand that I am motivated largely by spite. And I can, yeah, yeah you definitely see that, and this makes a lot of sense to me when you start talking about it yeah. and, and the way that it... I think motivated you to do this stuff. The whole like the whole Michael Jordan and I took that personally meme that yeah. we all laugh about yeah. and stuff. I also completely and totally identify yeah. and understand with that. And when he said that, I went, "Yeah, of course you did." Yeah, hundred <laughs> percent. Had to create something. Had to really get after someone. Oh, <laughs> yeah. okay, cool. Right on. Um, interesting. Well, I think this was a good one. This yeah. is a great yeah, episode fun. of Anma. Uh, again, we have new shirts on sale. Store.roosterteeth.com. Early is the new late shirt. Let everyone know that you've aged. <laughs> and you're okay with yeah, it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Go, go get some breakfast with your friends. Give it, Shoot a text and be like, hey, man, you want to go get breakfast at 8.30 a.m. tomorrow? And they're going to be like, yeah, I'll, I'll, I mean, oh, I'm up I, at 7 every yeah, day. I can wait late. Yeah. Have to eat breakfast. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Yeah, I mean, I'll wait. I'll have a cup of coffee before we go. No problem. Uh, get early the new late shirt. Uh, get the new uh, Anma Brim shirt as well. Uh, check those out. Store.roosterteeth.com. You can follow us at Anma Podcast on Twitter and on Instagram, r slash Anma Podcast. probably shouldn't say the Brim shirt. The Anma 70s logo shirt. Yeah, that's <laughs> right. Brim is going to come after us. The one guy, there's one guy sitting in a room going, I got that copyright to Brim. Steve I got to use it one day. Still holding on. <laughs> gotta use it one day. He's drinking decaffeinated coffee. Big <laughs> Brim's so going to come and get us. Tired. <laughs> uh, but thank you for listening. Any uh, final thoughts, last words? Store.roosterteeth.com. There you go. Thank you. <laughs>